0: is views
1: from the touchline how's everyone doing on this beautiful friday uh welcome back to views from the touchline you're working the insight into the
0: beautiful game i'm alan smith and along with is billy rogers how you doing billy i'm doing awesome i thought you just did a great job Thank uh you. us into our uh, our fifth episode entitled fifa friday for the uh, release of fifa 18 today yep. i'm doing fantastic um you know, how have you been doing? We talked last on Tuesday, correct? Uh, yeah. Our double format now, our double uh, upload per week now. You get to hear our beautiful voices twice a week. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully you don't get tired of us. Uh, I think this honestly will look a lot, work a lot better because, like I said, Pat, on Tuesday where we have our good format where it goes, you know, we obviously have with everything that happens Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday and games we talk about on Tuesday. League, yeah. And then Champions League happens with Europe League obviously as well. Don't forget my, my arsenal, come on. We, uh, we, we're still there in the Europa League. We're still alive. I'm rolling my eyes right now. <laughs> well, I mean, well, then, of course, the, on Friday, we have the Champions League that happens Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, and Thursday. And we we'll talk about that on Fridays. Then we give you guys a preview into a busy weekend. Um, like like this weekend, obviously, very busy, big as games. usual. Big games. Big yeah, games. Yeah, but uh, I mean, yeah, that's a little bit on me. I, I had soccer all this week. We have a big game tomorrow against Washington College. Uh, it's our. I say fourth conference game? Yeah, you're fourth. So we'll go for, hopefully, two and two. We're at home tomorrow. Anyone listening to this from McDaniel who hears this tonight, we have a home game tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Come support us. I think you guys,
1: whoever is not at McDaniel, can, listen, can watch it on the uh, website, right? Yeah, if you go yeah.
0: to, I guess, McDaniel Mc, Athletics, whatever yeah. that is, on Twitter, I guess you could probably just search it. And yeah. the live videos is there. Um, I mean, that would be cool to watch. Uh, I think we're actually playing a kid named Griffin Bowl tomorrow. I grew up with him. Um, playing travel soccer from, from my hometown with, uh, with this kid in Griffin Bowl and I, I see him tomorrow again I saw him last year and you know, I almost got in a fight last year it was kind of funny I, I shoved him That's funny. and I got a yellow card last year for shoving him which was kind of funny because I had known this kid since I, was, since I moved to, like, to New Jersey mm-hmm. when I was like 12 years old or so 13 years old Interesting. and then ended up getting a fight with him last year almost so you know I, I'm excited it's a big game for us um, you know we lost to Gettysburg 1-0 that was, a, that was a tough one I gotta say I
1: mean we play, and, we play man-to-man with them. You and like very man-to-man. Your, the tactics, ah, they're all right. I would say they're okay. But i say there are a couple points in that game where you guys were on the counterattack, and I think Nick I was, Roman, Yeah, I was
0: surprised. Yeah. I didn't think we had many chances. And, like, even the last 15 minutes especially, like, we had three or four really good, like, clear-cut chances yeah. that, you know, we hit the post too, where, like, maybe we could have played like that for more than 15 minutes, and we could have had a chance to, you know, I mean, the one goal they scored was—I kind of, wouldn't say it was a fluke, but it wasn't. It wasn't, it wasn't a pretty goal. It was not that. a pretty goal, yeah. I'm so. just gonna
1: say you guys had a great opportunity to make something out of that game, but I mean, you can't win them all, right? Yeah, but
0: so. you know, definitely against Washington tomorrow, it's a big chance for us to bounce back from uh, from losing uh, this past Wednesday. And I think that you know, it'll be a big, big win tomorrow. Obviously, it wouldn't be too much of a statement, but still, it would be a big win for us. Um, I agree. So I'm excited.
1: Yeah. So let's like let's keep it going, let's keep it going. With well, the- like
0: I said, this episode is titled FIFA Friday. Um, quickly give it. a. Uh, I named it. Guys. For, for, yeah, for the first time too. I Alan named actually it. named our episode, and he got us going in our episode as well. A uh, first time for Alan there. That's a that's a big accomplishment for him there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. FIFA team is released released today. Shout out to my beautiful girlfriend Emma Domzer. She bought me the game actually. You know, as a surprise, I was I was overjoyed. I was about to go play a. Uh, Go, ultimate, go, to, go to practice. I, 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 no, I was, gonna, I was in the locker room before practice today, and I checked my phone, and she sent me a picture of the game. Oh, and my. she's like, I bought you the exclusive version, and I was just like, oh, my gosh. Well, that's is <laughs> peace to your sleep schedule. Right? <laughs> exactly. That's like I was saying, I'm not going to sleep anymore. It's kind of funny because I told you I got 2K18 already, and still yeah. I, I'm already going to bed at 4.30 every night. So with FIFA now, this could be probably even, even, more, even worse. But.
1: And you got the best version with all, like, the ultimate team packs and the lone players and whatever else it comes with.
0: So good for you, I mean you're gonna have a lot of fun definitely definitely no good good for uh not good for me but thanks so much to emma though that was that's that's awesome i'm I'm so excited uh you know just to get to get playing hopefully tonight maybe job, tomorrow huh? well <laughs> best girlfriend in the world right there but uh uh do you think you'll play fifa 18 at all at some point do you think you'll get it
1: we'll see it, depending on how things pan out and if i go home a little bit more often than i usually do i usually go home like every three weeks or so but um if I go home and we have that fall break, you know, I might pick it up. My brother my, my brother's probably gonna get it. And shout out to my right. brother, by the way. He uh, actually put put our uh, our at on his Instagram story.
0: Our our our, our Instagram account, obviously. Yeah, kind of cool this man Alan grew our, our Instagram in like one day from like thirty followers like to like fifty followers. It was a hundred
1: percent increase, so,
0: so I mean, shout out to Alan for that. I, I was I was kinda grateful for that. You know, our Twitter's still down there with like thirty followers. What are we four weeks in? Not four, bad. We're four weeks in. we're getting some numbers up there, but we'll be fine. I think less than four weeks, honestly. I three and a half. Three and a half three, yeah, because I guess this episode four was this Monday. Yeah, so four weeks on. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, okay. yeah but uh, what's it called? Let's talk a little bit about National Coffee Day today, uh, real quick. Let's this talk, man touch had on two that. Two cups of coffee. He's on fire right now. I've had two cups of coffee so far I had he one cannot from, like sit still. He's literally like doing three sixties <laughs> in his chair. Like I'm not like getting you right now. But so anyway. I had, I went to Starbucks this morning, and you know I'm not the biggest coffee drinker ever. I like coffee, and like I love drinking it, but I don't. I just don't know the names of stuff. So like, I need a well, you menu a, to see. We get a
1: coffee americano every time you go to. Uh, That's Casey's, Casey's Corner. Corner, so but, we have a little. We have a little. I don't know. Non McDaniel people, we have a mini Starbucks sort of type thing in our. They serve, they serve Starbucks. They serve, they serve Starbucks, but it's called Casey's Corner after our president Casey, which is the president of our college. So, fun fact. But
0: anyway, uh, your coffee, well,
1: your coffee obsession right now is.
0: So a little little funny – yeah, a funny story though is like I like coffee, but like there's all these names like Frappuccino, Cappuccino, Espresso. Macchiato. macchiato. I just can't keep up with it. So like I need to see a menu where I can like, you know, differentiate between each one. Have Emma take you to
1: Starbucks. Or wherever she goes and gets coffee and just sit you down and go through the whole menu. And, exp- and you yeah, have yeah. to take quizzes every week on whatever coffee you're So get, I rolled so. into the grocery store
0: today to get my cup of coffee for right. National Coffee Day. And uh, they have a Starbucks. And usually there's a menu there. It's in Safeway, grocery store. Yep. And usually there's a menu that says all the coffee, you know, like the options and stuff. But instead today, they were placed there with like their fall advertising, like just like a pumpkin spice latte oh, whatever. My. So I sat there for so, like, 20 seconds. So I just – uh, Emma ordered it before me, obviously. I was with her. I saw these pumpkin spice latte things in
1: uh, – today like the little there's these little like the to-go ones
0: the, Ew, don't drink those and i
1: don't think that's a good thing just get the one from starbucks don't yeah. drink the ones that are canned yeah no
0: but I, I was saying i was lost though i sat there for a solid 20 seconds like, and the, the lady stares at me she's like what do you want and i was just like where's where's the menu <laughs> yeah. i don't know what to get that's funny. so eventually i was like can i just have a regular size coffee with that's just funny. regular coffee with with caffeine in it <laughs> and that was my order for coffee for the day that's great. But uh, going on though, let's talk also let's get, before get, we start. Now, before we start, I want to mention all right, this real I want to quick. Get into the soccer thing. Uh, real quick before we start about soccer though, we'll will tie it in. Obviously, uh, we're a third of the way through the semester here. Uh, how are you doing so far? I'm let's get an update of you. You know, because like we're busy now, obviously with soccer and school yeah. and this also. So I mean, like, how are you dealing with your schedule? I'm doing my
1: schedule pretty well. I mean, I have one class that's going to start on the second of October, which is my hiking class, which is counting for my e- my PE credit. But um, overall, I think I'm doing pretty well. I actually have like an 80, 85 in my anatomy class, which is pretty good for how hard that can be sometimes. But Congrats. That's, that's yeah, good I mean, to hear. And my other classes, is my culture of France, France class, doing pretty well. I got a project coming up in the next week, and then I have to write a paper on Charlemagne, which we won't get into that. <laughs> we're not, it's not a Charlemagne <laughs> podcast. It's a soccer podcast.
0: So, yeah, we'll tie this in real quick. We're a third of the way through semester, but we are also – a third of the way through the uh, Champions League and Europa League group stage now with two games being That's played so far. Yep. Um, but, you know, we'll talk real quick. The purpose of our episode today is we'll discuss a big week of European football, obviously in the Champions League and Europa League, and the departure of some noble, no, notable figures in football. Uh, we'll talk about that too. Yep. Uh, and we'll look ahead to another busy weekend of, of football. But as always, to get connected with Views from the Touchline on social media, follow us on Twitter at ViewsFTTL. Find us on Instagram at viewsfttl. Alan's doing a great job there. And search us on Facebook by typing views from the touchline in the search bar. Uh, Also, lastly, to read all the latest articles on our blog, navigate to viewsfttl.wordpress.com.
1: And then don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on the podcast section of iTunes. We also post our episodes on Blueberry, YouTube, and SoundCloud. Just search "Views from the Touchline."
0: Awesome! Um, if you guys want to get a little more personal, and you know, if you want to get content to us instead of just our main account, you can follow me on Twitter at Billy Rogers AFC Rogers's R O D G E R S, and I'm on LinkedIn at William Rogers. Alan, how can our listeners find you? Find me on Twitter at Alan Dragon. Awesome. Well, let's yeah. get started. What are our three top stories for this so week? So,
1: three top stories this week is the sacking of Carlo Ancelotti. i
0: slightly controversial, in my opinion. I, I don't know if you that, that is from Bayern Munich. Forever. From the Bayern Who doesn't Munich know, coach. Yet. Know that, yeah. Um, what do you What do you think about this? You, right. you said you think it's controversial. It's Why do you think it's controversial? I mean,
1: there are a lot of. He's a very successful coach, as we've seen. He's won three every time he's been fired the, the season before. He's won the domestic. The The league, yeah. The league, either the league, Champions League, UEFA, or whatever. But he's won something for the club. But it turns out that he will get fired
0: regardless of what happens. That's
1: insane. Which is – all right. I
0: think that honestly gives him, though, like being – he coaches such big teams where that, like, if his standard is not at that league winning form every year, then his job is in danger regardless if he wins the year – wins the league the year before or not. Do you think –
1: coach of uh, the the managers or not the managers but the general managers of the team they want that treble quality coaching from him every single season
0: I mean I definitely think it depends on the the club obviously a team like Bayern Munich in Germany they should win the league they should be winning the German cup yep. and then they should be competing for the Champions League title like they should be in that in that debate every year they should be in the finals semifinals. so I mean yes I do think that a coach like that should be expected to be winning or coming close to winning a trouble like that every year and mm-hmm. that's not like a challenge
1: and do you think you can blame the players in some respects with the backup goalie situation yeah we talked about yeah, Neuer, Neuer obviously
0: out. Manuel Neuer uh, the goalie of Bayern he's out for the season I want to say I think he's almost out for the season crazy that's so. uh, best Best wishes to him to get better right. Um, but I think that you know I don't think a lot of those goals were really savable minus the Danny Alva's goal you know, against PSG
1: at his hands where it goes literally to the left of him and oh Cavani's the goal? Cavani yeah. goal yeah he, he got
0: a hand on that but I mean, I, mean, I don't think like they did lose one game against PSG, and that probably wasn't the entire you know story behind it because obviously we have this down. This is Byron's worst start since the 2010-2011 season yeah. in the Champions League and in their league also. So you know I wouldn't accredit that all just to this goalie missing these and three goals. Also,
1: um, players, I think it was like a handful of players that were revolting against him at some point were saying that oh he's not he's not fulfilling his role as a coach. He's he's necessarily not giving us the right tools to become a better team. So. I guess there was some sort of tension that was building between the players and him and, and Carlo Ancelotti, so I think that was a good reason. Uh, one of the reasons, not good reason, but one of the reasons that he
0: was sacked. I, 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 it's, it's unfortunate because, you know, in, in modern in modern soccer, you kind of want to see managers, like, not be loyal, but, you know, get a chance to to build their teams and not just to spend all this money on them and then have to move on within the next year because they weren't winning three trophies instead of two. <laughs> like, yeah. so I think it's a little unlucky. I think that it really was abrupt. Like you didn't see it coming. I, I read and I was like, wow. Like, yeah, they started slowly, but they obviously have a chance still to come back. Like they're not gonna lose the league now because of like being what like three or four points behind. And then like they're not gonna lose their group. Obviously they'll probably end up coming back and winning it. To be honest depending on how PSG does but I don't know I think he's going to win the group in my opinion no, I, yeah I think after winning this game the now van, the Bayern yeah. game yeah. but still it definitely will be tough though from a travel to Bayern especially if yeah. they want to get revenge after that that's going to be, that's going to be a huge game yeah, sure um, well my question before I move on to the next story where do you think Angelotti went up next in your I honest, think, in your honest opinion
1: I think, uh, somewhere in Europe obviously but I don't think it's going to be how, about, big, how about Arsenal I oh, don't know I don't think I don't think I see him at Arsenal to be honest you don't think and why not um seems like Arsenal are sort of coming back from what happened week one and two, of the beginning of the season, you know? And they're sort of regaining their form. You can see the confidence in everyone. You can see, we're
0: going to talk about this later, but Jack Wilshire getting in, back into the team yeah,
1: and sort of being confident. And- but
0: you don't, you don't see Ancelotti as that type of manager for the team, or you just don't see him as, like, going, because, I mean, obviously, Wenger will leave in the next season or two, given his age and of given course. his contract, which he, he signed like a year extension. So, obviously, either this will be his last year or next year will be his last year. So, I mean, like... Arsenal do need a new manager, and, like, if he's out there, I I think Ancelotti would not be a a bad fit for Arsenal. All right, well, if you think
1: so, I'll second you on that, and I'll say, okay,
0: if you feel that he's a good fit for the club and that he'll be a good replacement, then so be it. I mean, he's coached some top-class teams. And, you know, if... Milan. Real Madrid, Madrid, obviously, right? Yeah. I think if you can get... If Arsenal can get back into that Champions League uh, question, obviously, or just being in that top four, maybe he would go to a team like that. And, like, I think he would have a lot to offer for Arsenal. He's not too old he doesn't like seem like he's in bad health like who knows I mean that would be kind of interesting to see because I definitely think that Arsenal do have to worry about getting a manager after Arsenal's anger because you know they've been to, with someone like him for so long that so they will have to the replace him is, at some point
1: yeah and I agree with you but I feel like the reason I don't see him there there's no really huge names that come from that Arsenal team in my opinion I mean you're gonna say all right Mesut Ozil Andre Lacazette Alexander Lacazette, sorry, and, uh, Alexis Sanchez. and Alexis Sanchez, but that's about it. You're not going to see that Kareem Benzema, Ronaldo, um, Bale's combination, or that uh, Robin, Ribery, Lewandowski, and Vidal situation. Fair enough. So I don't think that he wants to go there and sort of have all that pressure
0: and them not being successful in the past seasons. Well, then look at, may it be devil's advocate, look at look at Man City with Guardiola going from Bayern. with all, like, like you said, Robin, yeah. Ribery, whatever. But look at that. They had maybe Aguero, Sterling, and and De Bruyne. But is look is, look that, is spin... that so far away, though, from Alexis, Bozil, okay, and you're, Lacazette? All right, you're
1: pressing the right button, so I'm saying look at the investments that they made over the summer and look who they brought in and look how well the team's playing now under Pep and under that year difference with
0: him. them having that funding and them being open to go
1: and have an open market. So they... Look at
0: Arsenal, though. He comes in for a year. Brings the funding in, and then brings those players in for a second year. Yeah, to bring the bu-
1: funding first. I haven't seen that funding. All right, you spent money on Andre Lacazette, but that's the only. An-
0: you keep saying Andre. <laughs> Andre, why did I
1: say Andre? Alex, <laughs> Alex, Alexander
0: Lacazette. All right, Alexander
1: Lac- Lacazette. But um, I don't see. I don't see that.
0: That combination of yeah, I'm just trying to you know, play devil's advocate. I understand because it. It, it would be cool to see someone like Ancelotti at Arsenal because he's had such a great past, okay. uh, you know, with managing such big clubs. And I mean, like you do see managers like Guardiola and like and Conte, people like that who've who've coached to the highest level and they've come to the EPL. And like, yeah, their squads have been amazing with names like Messi or Bale or Ronaldo or Lewandowski. These amazing combinations at first, but obviously, like. Guardiola's been there Done that And he came to Man City Who had a pretty Crap squad Who didn't win the title Last year obviously And like he kind of Turned them Yes they had like Had a, a big spending summer And stuff But like that was Because he was there For a year before that So obviously The Ancelotti Could take that chance And if Arsenal keep Ozil and Sanchez You never know I agree Okay Cool I'll, I'll second you Interesting Well uh, let's also talk about We, we said Man City obviously Talk about Sergio Aguero, uh, oh, reportedly, man. I guess, last night, I guess? Last night, yeah, I texted you. He got in a car accident. Uh, he was in Amsterdam watching a concert. I'll read this real quick. Yeah, I want to hear that. Um, that he suffered an year. injury. Uh, in Amsterdam at 11 p.m. on Thursday when his taxi hit a lamppost as the striker was being driven to the airport to fly back to Manchester. Uh, Agro was actually on a day off, and he had been attending the concert of the Colombian singer Maluma. Do you know who Maluma is, or do you have any idea? Maluma, I think, I don't know. I've never heard of Maluma. Maluma. (laughs) Uh, This is kind of unfortunate for Man City, obviously, because this incident happens 48 hours before Saturday's match against Chelsea. Um, and then we have I have a little quote from Guardiola here um, asking if Aguero should have put himself in the position he did Guardiola was, insisted the Argentine had done nothing wrong it was his day off I'm not the police he said before admitting no knowledge of the whereabouts of the player uh, and obviously he's scored seven times in his last eight appearances uh, and like I said you know he's such a, a crucial player for Man City having scored that many times he's on fire I think that it's definitely a big loss for them you know coming into this game against Chelsea this weekend we'll talk about it later but how do you feel about this accident? What do you think? Is it is it a misjudgment, or do you think it's just a, a freak accident where it's probably not just his a fault? Freak accident. Maybe the the cab
1: driver was a little star starstruck that he was driving. Sergio, Sergio <laughs> and was like, "Oh my God!" And he couldn't look look on the road most of the time. He's probably looking at Sergio and asking him questions, and then
0: something might happen, something like that. But. But well, we send our best wishes, obviously, to Sergio Aguero. He's probably not listening to this, but you never know. But uh, Aguero, if you're out there, Aguero, get better. Get better, buddy. Uh, I hope your rib becomes healed again. I hope it gets healed, but I hope you don't score any more goals this season. Especially against Arsenal or Liverpool, obviously. <laughs> best wishes to him. Uh, our last top story we already talked about, it, though, was the release of FIFA 18 today. That's a big thing for a lot of uh, gamers out there or just soccer players in general. Uh, I mean, we talked about it though. Yeah, What did Charlie? Shout out Charlie! Apparently, this man's overreacting oh, for, yeah. for the opening <laughs> opening scene of. I know Charlie's going to listen to this. Hopefully, tomorrow morning before a game. But uh, we, we had talking in practice today, and actually, the opening scene of FIFA. I mean, it's not really a spoiler, but you hit. You have a free kick with with Ronaldo. And apparently you score it no matter what, but Charlie had no idea. So, you know, he's all hyped to play his favorite game of all time, his favorite franchise, FIFA. And he, he's there, and he hits a banger with Ronaldo. right? Top 90, and he's telling us, he texts he's all his friends, like, all his friends. I hit this amazing free kick with Ronaldo, my first game. Like, I'm so excited for FIFA 18, and we get to practice today, and this kid, Dom, uh, Dominic Barley on our team, he goes, Yeah, Charlie, I hit the same free kick, and I went in, and he goes... Oh, it was supposed to happen? It it was just supposed to happen anyway. That's hilarious. It was a planned cutscene. But, uh, yeah, nevertheless, though, definitely excited to play, like I said. uh, Yeah, I'm really really excited. I'll probably
1: be over your your dorm room soon. You wish. We'll see. We'll see.
0: Well, uh, our match of the week from, uh, I guess, Tuesday was PSG versus Bayern. PSG actually came with a big 3-0 win. Uh, Allen predicted a PSG win. I thought Bayern would win, honestly. Um, that's good for him. Bad for me. Uh, but uh, what do you think of the game? What do you think? Domination. Total domination, in my opinion. In terms of PSG? In terms of PSG. I thought Bayern did have a few chances, though. I-, I watched the highlights, and I watched parts of the game. They did have a few chances. Um, I mean, it wasn't anything amazing. Nah. Uh, Lewandowski Dallas get a few nice headers, but it wasn't anything ever. No, nothing too lethal. So, I mean, I-, I put this down in my notes. I think that at this point, you have to consider PSG the real deal. Like That's, they will be a definite competitor the this year. Strike,
1: they're the best strike force trio
0: in the world, in the world right now. I'm not kidding. I would say right now, but I mean like overall, I, trio. I still think like with players with, I mean generalized achievements and stuff. Like I think that right now, if you talk you about talk three about, players, are you, you say about Ronaldo, Ronaldo,
1: Bale, Benzema. All right, you're gonna look at this and Ronaldo, Bale, and Benzema have been struggling in the past couple of games.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm saying right, in, right in now in
1: domestic yeah. they've been struggling. But all right, besides the, the Dortmund game where Ronaldo scored a brace, but and been Bale struggling. scored too. Yeah, this is like the. I'm gonna say they had the potential. All right, I'll say they had the potential to be the
0: best. Strike I, I, trio. I, I do, yeah, I agree with that.
1: By the end of this. Champions League season,
0: yeah, because you know, without without uh, the Neymar with with the uh, Suarez and Messi, there's not really a trio there anymore because Dembele is injured, obviously. So there's no trio there really right now. But I mean, like, I do think that achievement-wise, though, and like you know. A personal achievement that's going to be coming up soon when Ronaldo wins the
1: player of the the year? Yeah,
0: I mean, that experience-wise, though, too. You look at the experience of Benzema, Bale, Ronaldo, is much more experienced than, what, a 19-year-old Mbappe, 18-year-old Mbappe, and then, what, like, a 24-year-old Neymar? And then, like, I mean, Cavani, yes, but he hasn't won many um, huge trophies and stuff. But, you Mm -hmm. know, I think you look at experience, though, and you would say that Ronaldo, Bale, and Benzema are the bigger trio. But, yes, form-wise right now, though, I definitely would say that they're playing the best attack of any... Obviously, attacking trio even in though, Europe. Even though Messi, oh not Messi. Even
1: though Cavani and Neymar had a little like rough patch. Yeah, but, past I mean, you two see, weeks, you're going to see that. But I guess you said this after they scored the
0: goal that they they hugged, they yeah,
1: hugged, and they had a little moment. And I was like, okay, I guess they're a little. Just for the fans.
0: Yeah, I mean, and you saw, then you saw Neymar have a free kick, and there was no, no fight there at all. He took the free, he almost scored actually too. It was a nice free kick. So I mean, like, I think that they definitely probably sell it off the field. That something that shouldn't come up again. Hopefully,
1: probably like, all right, you can, you can make the pressure more on yourself. Cavani will keep scoring goals in open play, so that's fine. I think that's okay.
0: Yeah, I definitely think I'll find out, but I think like I have my notes here. Like I think also we have to mention Danny Elvis too. Oh, he yeah, he's he scored. Back. I think like he's coming back to his form, even though he's. Oh, a little he just he still yeah he he still has it though like yeah, I he, mean he does having left Barcelona, you kind of think like he leaves his he leaves Barcelona to kind of step down in his career. But I mean he he he's still he's still gonna compete for the Champions League titles still, and he's he is old, but he still has it though. And like he's enjoying himself, I'll yeah, be honest. He's yeah, enjoying yeah. Himself. Like you definitely though. You, like, would you see someone leaving Barcelona to take a step down the career?
1: I don't even think it's a step down now that the people that they brought in. But I understand what you're saying. Yeah, with yeah. The, oh, yeah. Like with, uh, the, with, yeah. The, with, the, with the league, the league you're playing in is not necessarily the strongest. With we're gonna see PSG playing Bordeaux, but Bordeaux is having a great season right now. But
0: that's fine. Well, look at like my example here, though. So I'm trying to say, look at like Chavi. Yeah. Xavi turned like what thirty five, thirty six, yeah. whatever. Yeah, and he left Barca to go to like the Middle Eastern League or something Saudi like that Arabia. to take a step down. Obviously, like so you kind of think that maybe Dani Alves is leaving Barca to go to PSG to kind of like not retire, obviously, but like to have something that's not as hard. I don't. I don't know. I'm just not I'm, as competitive. Yeah. Not just, as
1: competitive. You're not gonna see. You're not gonna see like. Very flashy wingers week in week out in yeah. the French league. Yeah, but that's definitely still. Trying, though, is what is still, that what you're trying to like? Yeah, he's okay. but
0: he's, he's still definitely in the thick of it now though. And like I think that it's definitely a good move for him though. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And, uh, my other point of this game I wanted to mention real quick was I thought it was very interesting. Um, if you watched the first goal that Alvis scored, the entire PSG team ran over to him and my hugged him. Celebration. Though. And but like you can see that these, these guys are passionate too. It's not just money. Like, these guys are generally invested in, and, you know, beating these teams like Byron. And, like, they were generally, they looked, like, overjoyed. We're like, you know, you see a goal once in a while, like, he'll go celebrate by himself and then run back. You'll, like, run over to his teammates yeah. or whatever. They, they, every teammate ran over to, I to was after scoring. That's like, good. and I was like, I was, that's impressive. Like, you don't see it always. So,
1: what's the next game that we're going to. Go into well, it.
0: Uh, let's just run through the UCL scores real quick that happened uh, this week. I also want to talk about the tables. Yeah, I got um, the
1: tables up right now. You can you can funnel me the scores if you want to. Oh,
0: okay, well, look at before I get the scores out. Look at Group A right now: Man U, Basel, Moscow, Benfica. In order, do you see Man U coming out of the Group perfectly? Do you see you know a upset in that group at all, or how do you see that group going? I see that group. Um, well, it depends.
1: Depends if Moscow beats Benfica. I don't think... Never mind. I think they played, but I think Manchester United will come out of that group on top. Okay. I mean,
0: Man U spanked CSK away from home 4-1. They played... I mean, uh, uh, they're they're looking fantastic, obviously.
1: Yeah, that group is not dangerous
0: besides United and Benfica, because Benfica has Jonas up top, and Jonas is a quality striker. And we'll also mention... But you look at this, though. Basel just beat Benfica at home, though, 5-0. Yeah, that was a little... So I honestly, mark. honestly could at this point I could see Basel coming out of this group with Man U. Okay. Because I mean, if, if they can yeah if they if they can beat Benfica at home five zero then you know they can they can beat they can go really really to see CSK Moscow,
1: Moscow get out of the group. Yeah. Stages. So I
0: definitely I definitely look at that group and I would say Man U. For me though, for me I would say Man U Basel Benfica Moscow. Okay. Just in terms of me, how about you? What what would you see in that group? Uh, I would see United, uh, Basel.
1: She is gay and then Benfica how it is okay. right now how okay. outstanding well,
0: I mean fair enough. I don't see any change fair enough hopefully Benfica can, can turn that around a little yeah, bit because you know they're a pretty good team obviously yeah, are. Uh, our next group obviously is that PSG, Bayern, Celtic Anderlecht group. group uh, let's mention too that Celtic actually had their first Champions League win for the season um, uh, away from home against Anderlecht they won 3-0 um, what do you think do you think Celtic will advance from the group or will it be PSG and Bayern do you think Bayern yeah, will-
1: just, PSG Bayern are just going to
0: cement themselves because right it, now, Byron right are now. yeah, right now Byron are obviously level on points with Celtic on three and three. There's no goal difference, so they seem to be in the clear. So, I mean, well, I Celtic are down two on goal difference, obviously, yeah, but
1: I'm just saying Byron are, are even on goal difference, so it's sort of it's a better look to sort of be in that area.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I think I disagree with you. Byron should obviously get out the the paint, I, this Paris. at this point. Yeah, I think PSG winning this game. We'll definitely give them a lot of confidence going forward. I do think it'll be PSD, Bayern, Celtic, and like as it is right now also. Yep. Cool. Uh, our next group down is Chelsea, AS Roma, Atletico, uh, FK, Quarabag. I hope I pronounced that right. I don't think I did. We'll <laughs> but uh, you look at, like I said, uh, Chelsea, Atletico. That was a big game. I thought it, I actually watched the game. What do you think that, that, about that game?
1: Surprises, surprises, surprises. Uh, so obviously, July. you had
0: yeah, Morata scored first against like an old rival too because he played yep. for Real. So scoring against Atletico, that's a big He's goal like, for him. do you
1: remember me? That's what yeah, he said in his exactly, own. Yeah. Do you remember me? And yeah. I'm like, what a
0: badass. Yeah. Uh, once again, though, then Batsuya scored the win in the 94th minute for Chelsea. Uh, the biggest troll in football. He's he's an unlikely hero. He scored to win the league last year, obviously, too. That and man then he deserves an upgrade on FIFA. I agree. He's quick. Yeah. I mean, we're, quick question. Let's just talk about this for like 10 seconds. Yeah. Where do you see Batsuya playing a role for Chelsea this year with Murata coming in? Well, if
1: he ch- keeps cons- scoring important games like he did this past week, then he should be. Player in that team, definitely like off the bench off, a lot. Off the bench, uh, maybe even getting that start if Morata has heavy, still has heavy legs from the week before. If there's a big game coming up, but the team you're playing, the is that besides this past next, this next game coming up on the weekend, we should have. We're um, starting, but we should see Batshuayi coming in at some point in these games that are upcoming. So Definitely. Well, see. well, we'll see. my other
0: point of this game I want to mention on too was, or touch on too, was the Diego Costa reaction to them losing, obviously. That was sort of, it
1: was really comical, in my opinion.
0: I, I thought it was weird, though, how you see these pictures of him, like, frowning, putting his hand over his face and stuff, and then you go, and there's these pictures that got leaked on Twitter afterwards of him hugging Conte and saying hi to his former teammates. I mean, that was kind of weird. I mean, outside of the game,
1: you're sure sort you're of going to say all right he was my former coach but outside of that he probably had a personal relationship with him at some at some point and i guess i don't know maybe maybe it's sort of weird if you see it that way but i feel like if it's like a personal thing with him having a relation like a good friendly relationship with um, antonio
0: conte outside of the game then so be it I mean, okay well interesting uh let's touch on our next group it's it obviously Barcelona? yeah barca sporting juventus Olympiacos. Um, what do you think do you think that it'll stay like this obviously shout out to your friend Christian yeah
1: Christian man I, yeah we, we were going to talk about what you said this uh, what was it two weeks ago when he tweeted it say don't count out sporting yeah, yeah I don't mean, count out sporting
0: they look good against Barca I mean my, Bar that lucky goal from Suarez I didn't really see too much from, from Barca you know they, they played at sporting and I thought they could have honestly took points from that yeah. against Barca
1: and I actually texted Christian before we started recording today and I asked him hey what do you see the prediction for the domestic league play and I said uh, sporting hasn't scored in the last three fixtures that they had, but he also came back at me and said, all right, those last two games that you saw were the, probably the hardest games they're gonna play in their whole season. So I feel like if they play a real... if they they're playing Porto this upcoming game, and if they get their momentum up from this game from this Porto game, I feel like they could succeed in the Champions League this up the next week.
0: I definitely think the crucial game in this group was that was Juventus? sporting Juventus. Yeah. yeah, that's where you'll see like which team sinks and which swim and which uh, uh, which team is uh, what's called? I say uh, sink, seeing, sink or swim. Yeah, I see. <laughs> I,
1: I understand what you're saying.
0: Yeah, but uh, I think honestly, Barça, Juventus, Sporting, Olympiacos. Okay. To me, well, this is the next group for you. Group E. This is probably big for you. Yeah. Uh, Sevilla, Liverpool, Spartak Moscow, and Maribor.
1: Just say if it ended today. If this group ended today, I'd be the happiest person ever.
0: Because Liverpool in to, second.
1: They're uh, getting out of their group. They could win this group though. Yeah, they could. Uh, who do we have upcoming for that fixture? For those games. Well, obviously, um, what's it called? It's. Um, yeah. What's his next game?
0: The next game for them should be an easy one. Oh, Maribor. Liverpool plays Mario still, so I mean, that's definitely that's three points a, for them. That should
1: be a three point game for them, easy.
0: So I say, honestly, Sevilla, Liverpool, Moscow, Mario as, yeah, right as it is right now, too. <laughs> I think like that would be a perfect thing for me. All right, well, our se- third to last group Man City, Shakhtar, Napoli, Feyenoord. Um Well, I see, obviously. I could see Napoli. Yeah. Man yeah. City. De- I think definitely Man City will come out of this group, yeah. obviously. Uh, Man City, Napoli, Shakhtar, Feyenoord. I don't think Feyenoord. I think Feyenoord, yeah. That, no, you, shook, you shook your special. head there, too. Yeah. I don't I don't see nothing
1: anything. special. And then this Basictas, Be- FC Porto, AS Monaco, and Red Bull Leipzig. Um, I see this group sort of floating, FC Porto and Monaco. Monaco doesn't got good with yeah, that. You saw... I saw uh, Falcao having a difficulty this past week, so... I don't think they're missing so many players then. now, having lost they still, all still that. half yeah. their team, so it's sort of dead air. At, at okay, so right what do you say? What do you say? I say Besiktas.
0: Damn, that's that's big. Besiktas
1: that's, coming out top of that group with having Pepe and Charisma, it's a fine fine team that they have going. That's so, big, probably. actually. That's, that's, I'm, yeah, I'm impressed though. That's a, gonna be a, that's gonna be one of the I would say dark horses that are coming out of that group. So it'll be good. Fair enough, enough. fair enough. It'll be a good matchup. And so. the last
0: group, this is probably honestly the group of death t- to me, honestly. Uh, Real Madrid, Tottenham, Borussia Dortmund, and Apoel. Um, kind of Apoel, they obviously will finish fourth in my opinion, though. Where do you see Spurs finishing? Dortmund have zero points because they've lost now to Madrid and Spurs, which is kind of huge, though. All right.
1: Borussia Dortmund
0: might claim their dignity back from Applewell, right? three points there though that's what, that's that's about it because you know that's, yeah that's the only thing i say. think that i don't think spurs will be will be dormant at Dorman, but i mean i that's still only six points and then by that point by that time spurs will probably play apple obviously their goal, too
1: their goal difference is actually very low at that negative four so i don't think that's gonna be pretty for them to sort of
0: get out okay of the so group. you're you're definitely on the line with I'm i would say real with, spurs Dorman apple also as it is real
1: madrid and tottenham hotspur are gonna get out of that group in the final
0: I should say, it definitely is interesting how a lot of these groups are like right, set right now, and we, we do think they'll stay as the way yeah, they I are right like now, they, too. I feel like they will. We'll, we'll see. You never know. So let me do a quick segue here after talking about the Champions League. Yep. Uh, I think the third-place teams obviously all go to the Europa League, correct? Yes. Yes. Um, I want to talk about the Arsenal game for like five minutes. But uh, first of all, though, I think Dortmund, that's one team that would be very dangerous coming into the Europa League if they finish third. Minus like, maybe Monaco if I finish third, but like many others, you look at uh, other teams: Napoli, Spartak, Juventus, Atletico, all in third right now. Probably won't finish third, but like, do you care about the Europa League that much anymore? Like, is it is it fun to watch? Like, I watch Arsenal in the okay. Europa League, and that's about well, it. They I'll play you, their subs.
1: Firm, <laughs> um, my friends that don't necessarily support the teams that get far in the Champions League that usually do get far. Like, I'm gonna say Sporting. Sporting from Portugal, they usually go far. They usually go good, have a good run every year, and uh, I feel like for me personally, I don't really watch it that much. Alright, say that the Champions League isn't necessarily having a week playing, and then you the, you'll see the UEFA UEFA Europa League playing, and then I'll watch that over on Thursday, Thursday on yeah. Thursday. So that that's sort of what my. St- Stances on it. Okay, I mean, it's not as popular. Yeah, yeah,
0: Bar Bar Arsenal. I've not watched a single European yeah. game besides yeah. Arsenal. Let's talk about your, the Arsenal right now. Yeah, well, let me quickly. Uh, I want to. I put some notes in this because I thought. I mean, obviously, I when I watch Arsenal, I kind of analyze it. Yeah, a little bit. First, shout out to Olivier Giroud. He reached 100 goals uh, for the club. Obviously, faster than uh, RVP and Burkham. That's kind of that's very that's interesting. I like you know. That. I, that's funny. Well, three years ago, four years ago, when he joined, when Van Persie left, you look at Arsenal, it was like, oh, my God, what, what's they going to do without Van Persie? 9. They replace him million. and stuff. Like, they have Drew and Luck, is that now. They've, I think they've thoroughly replaced Van Persie. And, like, have, be, Drew being the faster to 100 goals than Van Persie, like, he's very dangerous. Yeah, I and, like
1: the RVP well that the Arsenal fans were trying to call him a snake
0: for, like... I don't care now, honestly. No, like, yeah. It's, where's, where is Van Persie up, now? Yeah. What is he doing now? I don't... He's in tur- yeah, turkey like, somewhere. I don't not really Not even... Not relevant Not exactly relevant at all. <laughs> um, also yeah, Jack Wilshire. Jack Wilcher <laughs> yeah. was gonna say, like, uh, we'll talk about our performance of the week, obviously too. My performer of the week is Jack Wilshire. He played fantastic against uh, Bate Borisov in Austin's four two win. Uh, he almost he had a, it was a kind of an assist. It was Walcott headed, but it was gonna go in, he just tapped it in, so it was like a half assist. I have no idea. But you know, he was all he was, the attacking was spark, he was making tackles on defense, interceptions, he was dangerous and he looked great. Like yeah. Is this the second fit. coming of Jack Mosher, or do you think, like, is he— He's staying fit.
1: He's staying, he looks like he's staying fit because you see his— I see his Instagram story sometimes, and it shows that he's in the gym or he's just—he's having fun at training, apparently, because I saw one of his pictures today jumping up and faking, like, he's el- elbowing uh, Hector Bellerin in the face or something like that, and I found out it was funny. But um, the, the guy's got confidence now, even though he's a little up there in age and
0: sort of had that stint at Bournemouth. Coming back, give him the experience. Yeah, yeah I think the- it's to, it comes down to him being healthy this yeah, year. Yeah, he
1: needed that. He needed that uh, the confidence boost of playing week in week out. You know, definitely. And him being healthy adds on to it. So and, and staying healthy too. Because yeah, he's know,
0: he's played two Europa League games now. He played in the League Cup the other day too. And like, did you play full ninety minute games this past? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So I mean, there like, you I think you know, give him a chance. Like, we'll see what happens. I would. Really, I really want to see him back in the EPL for Arsenal. Me too. Like I because he's so creative and like when he goes on he makes passes that you don't see anyone make on Arsenal Bar Cazorla who's obviously injured too. So I mean like he, that left footed midfielder, Arsenal have Jacob but he's so defensive and like he's not as quick as Wilshire is and like you don't see him making the kind of passes that Wilshire does. Those quick little slip through balls. Yep. You'll see from Shaka's those long Xhaka shots or those long yeah.
1: little over the over the tops
0: that Alexander Lacazette will lock on to so Andre Lacazette. <laughs> <laughs> <Stop it. laughs> well cool. Um Who's your stand-up performer of the week? I should ask.
1: My stand-up performer of the week was Kylan, Kylan Mbappe. Isn't it Killian? Killian, Kylan. <laughs> you're, you're butchering names today, bro. Tato. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you need some coffee from National Coffee Day. <laughs> Man,
1: I just went to the gym. I'm toasted right now. I'm so tired.
0: <laughs> well, you got you pushed through, obviously. We're, we'll get, well, we'll yeah, get, get to it. The Sorry if my energy levels
1: aren't necessarily as high as Billy's on. Seventeen cups of coffee, coffee. today. <laughs> this man's
0: throwing coffee. Why should perform at Babapi? I should ask. You should have seen him. See that little drag. The little drag? he jump, dumbfounded Marcelo. Uh, Dante, Dante, sorry.
1: Dante, Dante sort of. Dante didn't see what was coming, and I was like, "Oh
0: my God, he's not going to do that," and he did it. That's what, that's what happens when you grow up playing street football in France. He should have got that assist. I mean, that's unlucky. That was a deflection. And Neymar, Neymar tapped Neymar tapped it, but, trapped, but I, would, I would say it it was. But he, he had the assist for Cavani's, obviously, very nice goal. Yep. That was it. He, he, even, like, you watched that in slow-mo. He had the nice little step over, and he had the outside of his foot. He mm-hmm. pushed it back, and he froze up. Uh, he froze up. I think Rafinha, I guess, the left was, back? I think it might have been. Whoever the left back is. I
1: think it might have been Rafinha. Yeah,
0: and he froze him up and laid it back. Just perfectly, perfect weight, and Cavani just hit it first time. And, you know, that was a great assist. You look at that trio like what you talk about, though. Cavani had a goal. Neymar had an assist and a goal. Mbappe had almost two assists. Would you
1: count my prediction from last week, right,
0: for the 2-1 win for PSG? Would you count that uh, I think, though. I think, though, you say with the one goal, though, you kind of look at it, you're thinking shaky defense, maybe concede. They were rock solid. They were rock solid. With Marquinhos and Thiago. So 3-0 was the actual score, 200 prediction. I'd say, I'd say pretty. C- good prediction, Because
1: yeah. yeah. I gave a little bit to, you know, because
0: PSG usually doesn't keep the clean sheets, you know. Okay. Well, that's our performance of the week. Before we kind of wrap this up, let's look forward to this weekend real quick. Um, obviously, we mentioned the Man City-Chelsea game with Aguero out. Yep. Uh, what do you predict this game will be, the final score? It's at Chelsea, at the bridge. 2-2. 2-2. I think that without you know if Mendy's injured too from Man City obviously he's too out for so they're the starting just, left back. He just got surgery today so he'll probably he's gonna be out for the whole season. Wow, that's and then Aguero's a big loss too. I have yeah. to say that Chelsea won this two one. Okay, it's, so you don't it, see Gabriel Jesus coming up big for? He's got stuff. I mean, being we talked about him on Tuesday being one of the best young players. I do think that. This is a huge game for him now. You know he'll be dependent on the goal scorer because right. Sterling was in good form and stuff, but he's not a, like a, a striker I or a goal scorer.
1: You think? Don't think Sane can pull up that center forward spot I will with him. Who knows? We'll see. I feel we'll like find he out. Could, he could sort of fill that spot. The Young
0: Guns. I, I like that though. That'd the young be nice. Guns a, going. a Sterling Sane, and then a, what's his face? Uh, Jesus, front three I would yeah. not be bad. But I mean, I don't know. I think that at the bridge with the loss that City just had in terms of players, yeah, I don't think they'll win this. I think it'll be two one. Okay. My predictions aren't always great, but, you know, we'll see what happens we'll you, here. I'll give you the
1: benefit of the
0: doubt. Uh, some other big games to look forward to this weekend. I mean, there's not much. There's a few. Arsenal play Brighton. Um, Liverpool yeah. play Newcastle. Those are, those are our teams. But.
1: The Newcastle games are usually a rough one. We get to see our favorite Liverpool products. the Vol- Lord, Lord Voldemort a.k.a. John Joe Shelby. <laughs> but it'll be a uh, interesting game.
0: Okay, well, we uh, I looked at the uh, La Liga. You have Real Madrid at home to Espanol. I gave you some... I spat some knowledge at you before we even recorded
1: this one. Remember? You want to tell me what that knowledge is? Yeah. So, Real Madrid is outscoring uh, Espanol 29-2 to and this is their 21st meeting undefeated. Real Madrid have beaten them 21 times consecutively. And, but the funny thing is I feel like uh, the red card it's 5-3 to three, Espanol. The Espanol has five red cards in, in, in the last 21 meetings. So that means that Real usually score a lot of goals in this game. But so you de- definitely think of Real Madrid? Real win. Madrid's going to come out with a solid 3-0 win. They have after, to. After the, after the week's performance against Dortmund.
0: Okay, well, you have that game. Then you have Barca obviously as well. They're playing Las Palmas. Do you think Barca, at home... Do you think Barca will remain perfect so far in yeah, the season? Yeah, I feel like they're going to capitalize on everything they get this week. Okay, this my question, my second question then is, how many goals for Messi this weekend at I'd home? say just a brace. A brace? Yeah, because I think he needs to calm down because he's got a couple games coming up
1: in hand. You know, he, yeah, he might not play the full he 90, He might play obviously. the full 90, so okay. he's got a little, little bit of
0: slack he's got to give for the next couple okay. of games. Okay, PSG play Bordeaux. Um, hurt to play Bayern. I think it'll be interesting to see Bayern, yeah, you know, rebound. Yeah, yeah about I'll, I'll talk real quick about that. Yeah. But first off, I think it'll be interesting to see Bayern rebound after losing, obviously, uh, the week, and they'll have no manager now too. They'll have an interim manager, or I mean, if they hire someone by then. they're gonna hire watch. someone. And by by Saturday I don't or Sunday,
1: know. I don't even know who they're gonna hire. Exactly, I'm sort yeah. of up in the air. I can't even think of a name right now. Maybe like a Portuguese manager of some sort, or maybe just hire the NRM manager for the rest of the season, like what happened with Chelsea, with
0: uh. What's his name? David, 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 something, something or other. Yeah, uh, I couldn't, I couldn't name his yeah. name. I know. Oh, uh, David DiMatteo. Matteo yeah, there, there you go. Um, but uh, I was saying the Hertha game. There, they're playing at Hertha. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Felix, my boy. He goes to Colgate. Um, what's it called? He's a huge Hertha fan. You know, born b- born in Austria, but you know, he'd been in Berlin for much of his life. And I've actually been to the uh, Olympiastad in Berlin, and it is huge. And like, they had the Champions League final there. I think. Two years ago? Three years ago? Something like that. Yeah. And uh, if they fill the stands, like, it's a very, very tough atmosphere to, to play in. And, like, it's the fans there are diehard. It's loud. So, I mean, like, it's a tough game for Bayern to play after losing to PSG on the week with no manager, too. That's exciting. I'm so, I mean, I'm excited for that game. And I definitely will try to watch that if I can. I don't watch Bundesliga that much. But, you know, I'll try to watch that game if I can.
1: I I'm 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 not really a Bundesliga fan, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Okay, well,
0: let's close this up. Yep. Uh, we we talked about time, Champions League. Our
1: time is sort of going over.
0: Uh, we're filling the brim right now with the time. It's we, fine. You give guys extra fire. content. But yeah. uh, give me your final thoughts of this, uh, I say, Wednesday and Thursday games. What do you think about that or just, like, in, in general?
1: Well, this past week has been a lot of drama with uh, what's happened with Carlo Ancelotti, Aguero, Mendy, um, also the – Billy's not gonna be a functioning human with all that FIFA he's gonna play in the next week. I'm so. scared for my sleep schedule, like <laughs> I said. <laughs> but um, there's a big weekend of footy. You have a good mixture of games. You have a great Bordeaux team playing a great PSG team. You have a you have a really good game with uh, Chelsea and Man City. You also have well, we didn't really talk about this, but Roma is playing. Playing some... I think it's some... You looked it, it up. I didn't look that up. Some, yeah, it was... I forget, but the the one... I think there's a really big weekend for weekend game for Serie A. But uh, besides that, it's going to be a great weekend of footy. I'm excited. My, I'm my, excited uh, for Billy,
0: too. I'm excited for the boys to get out there and sort of put in the work. Against Washington tomorrow. Yeah, like yeah. I said, if you're from McDaniel, come watch us tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Home game against Washington College. Um, my most important thing going on this week, I want to say real quick, was... Go for it. Like I said before... Second coming of Jack Wilshere. He looked fantastic. He looks, and like, he looks great. Like I said, I can't wait to see him play in the EPL. I hope he does. Like whenever I mean, they play Brighton Sunday. If he, if he earned that spot, who knows? Like, and then he's not that great. I'm not a
1: fan of Shaka, but I would like to see Wilshere in that spot for him. Definitely. I agree. Because well, he's a more creative player than Shaka's.
0: Yeah. I think Shaka's more obviously long ball oriented, long while Wilshere's are those close. He likes to ping, yeah.
1: he likes to ping those them, them balls. Okay, awesome. Anything else you got to say before he closes uh, up? Well, everyone enjoy their Friday. Uh, Have a great weekend Yeah Hopefully you get to hear from us You will hear from us On Tuesday Tuesday yep. Yeah So that does it For this week. Sure to get my names right Yeah tonight. Obviously <laughs> Not, Lachazen, Not Andre Lacazette whatever
0: crap you're saying <laughs> <laughs> Well that does it For this week's episode Of Views from the Touchline We'll be back again On Tuesday After another busy weekend In soccer Once again Follow us on Twitter And Instagram At ViewsFTTL Search us on Facebook At Views from the Touchline And support our blog By logging on to ViewsFTTL.wordpress.com Alan uh, you can find us on the iTunes podcast section Just look up Views from the Touchline SoundCloud also, YouTube as well Yep. Um, please feel free to share us with anyone Who loves soccer, obviously You can look at our Twitter or anything There's always content there yep. You know, We're growing every day Shout out to my brother Dylan, by
1: the way Obviously too Yeah, I'm going to say it again This kid putting in work He's a senior in high school right now He's sort of on the grind of finishing up his senior year going to play some college ball but this kid's uh, putting time in just to give us a shout out and a story. So good job, brother. good job, Dylan. Love you, man.
0: I, I hope we meet Dylan at some point. Yeah, you will. I Sounds he'll like will be, a, he'll great be kid. a guest at some point. I cool. Feel. All right. Well, it's been a been a great uh, a great week. Our first time posting two episodes in one week. Uh, awesome. Well, we'll see you guys Tuesday. Yeah, see you. And have a great weekend. Bye for now. Bye.